So like happy hours, weddings, you know, engagement <laughs> parties, everywhere there's alcohol and there's music, you know, yeah. you have funny stories. Um, I was solicited for a threesome one time. <laughs> your boy DJ Omowski. I'm with Tony Mouse and Waleezy, and we have a very special guest here today, Lou Paragene. What's up, Lou? What's going on, guys? Happy to be here. Thank you for coming. So we got a lot to talk about. I want to talk about music. I want to talk about fitness. Um, and I also want to talk about how we met. Oh, yeah. And I didn't even know it was you when I walked in. <laughs> Why we're not wearing that sweet wig, man. <laughs> yeah, because I was at the Florida Georgia Line concert, and uh, yeah, we got the cowboy hat in studio. But yeah, I was wearing a wig because I wanted to go full uh, old school Florida Georgia Line with the long hair, um, and I was just rocking it out. Um, and then you guys were jamming out. You guys sounded amazing. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, we uh, decided that we wanted to play some country songs for the country goers for the concert. So we just did a little acoustic set for about an hour in the 400 degree weather. So mm-hmm. It was awesome. It was great. Good time. That may have been the hottest day in the summer. Too. Yeah, and the tent was weird because the sun was at an angle of insulation that I don't even know what the fuck was going on. So, <laughs> uh, we are not under the tent at the time, so it was just really hot. But it was fun. We played, you know, covers and, uh, you know, for the real country band. How long, how long did you guys stay out there and play? We, were, we got there at two. Um, we set everything up. Um, drank a lot of alcohol, drank a lot of water, <laughs> and then we played for about an hour and a half before everyone started going to the concert. So we uh, we made sure that whenever we do that kind of thing, we did it for the Luke Bryan show before that we just don't play any songs that are people are going to hear. Going to hear, yeah. yeah I mean, well, that's you know, I, I have I think there's an unwritten rule that you should not be listening to the music you're going to see for the concert that night. So if you're going to see Florida Georgia Line pumping Florida Georgia Line in the con- in the parking lot, yeah. it's kind of weird. I mean, not a good look. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just I bad over, like man. Yeah. I feel like people do that shit. It's just a bad omen. I feel like that if you listen to the band that you're going to see that night, like fucking the lead singer's going to fall down the stairs. And <laughs> it's just an unwritten rule that I, I feel, uh, you know, you know, we just try to avoid. So yeah, we just did all the, you know, covers that we do normally in tribute to, you know, guys besides Florida Judge Line and we didn't play any more than one. Yeah. Um, so you were talking uh, a little bit about uh, your setup. I guess you had a, a generator. What was the setup? For yeah, we, uh, we just got a little a thousand watt generator. We found the garbage. Uh, <laughs> we seriously found the garbage and uh, my dad fixed it up as you know a carburetor and uh, six dollars of gas to fill that motherfucker up and yeah. uh, power the acoustic amps and just you know rocked out man it was a good time just you know for people just chilling drinking beers and uh, eating food in the parking lot you know just chilling by their car we pump it out and you know, had a good time now if, if you're just in general if you're a single man that is a perfect concert to go to. It was 95% women. Oh, yeah, it was crazy. I mean, you guys are the only guys that saw it there. Right? <laughs> yeah. uh, and then add the fact that you have, you have the guitar in the hand, man. It's just... Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... I mean, oh. That's why I started playing guitar. I was going to say, <laughs> I wanted... To... I don't even like guitar. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm actually fucking kidding. I, I do want to take it all the way back um, to the younger years, I guess, when you first started. You were talking a little bit about music and your interest. What, what did you listen to that was like... Oh, wow. What inspired you, I guess? Well, in, in middle school, I liked uh, Thug Rap, so that started. <laughs> my AOL screen name was Rough Riders. <laughs> Rough Riders with a Z. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I guess, if, you know, I was listening, I, I got introduced uh, to rock music, if you will, by Green Day and Blink-182. You know, the best. As a hit, hit freshman year in high school. Dookie. Yeah, Dookie and uh, Enemy of the State, of course, and shit like that. So, uh, as I was telling you guys before, we uh, went live here. Um, I was we just wanted to be Blink One Eight Two. We didn't have we didn't have no clue how to play an instrument, but just my two me and my two friends like let's fucking be in a band. It's so, like we decided to be in a band. So yeah. we didn't have any instruments and no one knew how to play. You're ringing it. Fucking yeah, man. We just sat in sports and entertainment marketing class in the back there and just like we're a band. What what grade was that? Uh, that was ninth or tenth grade. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, we were like fifth. 14, 15, 15, whatever, however, whatever grade that is. Yeah. And then, uh, again, like I said, just we're a band. Uh, my, my friend called Shadi on guitar. I was like, fuck, all right, <laughs> three drums. And so, 
started off in drums, and that's, you know, kind of where I started. So you started off in drums, because I know you're you're a guitarist now. Yeah, a guitarist and singer. So do you, pre- yeah, and you're a lead singer, so what do you, you prefer, I guess, the guitar? Yeah, I, I prefer guitar, 100%. Yeah. I mean, that's the coolest instrument, that's, yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> Who wants to be a bass player? No, I mean, I think you alluded to this before, and you just flat out said it. I mean, a lot of people who start in music, they do it for the chicks. Is that... that uh, I mean, yes and no. I mean, yeah. I, we just wanted to be cool. Yeah, true. <laughs> we just wanted to, you know, we, well, I, yeah, yes and no. We just wanted to be cool. But then, you know, we obviously, you know, writing music and back in the day before we started these tribute bands like Bro Country and stuff like that, we, uh, we wrote our own music and just a good way to express our feelings. And, you know, so yeah. we, we, don't, we couldn't yell at our parents anymore. Just fucking yell at our guitars. And shit. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so when did you kind of, I guess, take it from when you were in ninth grade and you were kind of just you know jam it out and then you were like damn we should take this seriously yeah well eventually when uh, I convinced my mom to get me a real drum set and not just like a fucking one snare drum <laughs> to hit and um, we, we you know we got legit and we learned our instruments and then I was like you know what fuck this drums drums are cool yeah. Yeah, drums are cool but you know you can't write songs and I really wanted to write songs and put a song together and come up with the song idea so I instead of I moved from drums and started teaching myself guitar and yeah. that was at the end of high school and then you know we just kept writing songs with the original bands I was in we released a bunch of albums did a couple weekend tours but you know it was you know it was awesome to do it you know but uh, as we got older yeah. we started to got into the cover band scene and uh, tribute band scene to uh, you know make a little money so yeah. say it's 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 a little more lucrative, right? Like, oh, yeah, sure, sure thing versus like, I mean, it's awesome to pursue, you know, your own thing, put out your own music, but it's scary and it's, it's, uh, Tony, let me ask you a question. Did you say sure thing just because you decided to say sure thing or did you research me? Because sure thing was the name of my second band. Wow. Dude, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we, do great, we do great. Yeah. That's <laughs> journalism, baby. I don't, know, I don't know where that is available online because the sure thing website was on GeoCities. I don't know if you guys are, you guys are Oh, yeah. Do you know, know GeoCities? Fuck yeah. yeah. You know GeoCities? Yeah. That's on GeoCities. That's, that was the first kind of website you can have. The hell, that was the GeoCities, like, with all the fucking, like, emojis, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You had three color options, neon. Yes, 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 yes. Black background. Yeah, like yeah. the fucking Barbie dog. Or before yeah. MySpace. Yes, right, yes, yes. yes. It was GeoCities and like E-Bombs World, I think. Yes. <laughs> There's only two websites on your room. What was that What was that website with the, you guys know what I'm talking about. It's the, it's the, it's the tank. Oh, uh, Newgrounds. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, Newgrounds. <laughs> fucking best web. I, I think Newgrounds and E-Bombs World. I don't know about this other one you guys are talking about. Geocities, yeah. is the first one, I, one of the first ones where you can just, you know, someone like you didn't have any money can just create, create a website. website. Yeah. It'll be www.geocities.com slash four, five, six, seven, eight thousand slash, <laughs> and then slash short thing rock. And it's funny that you mentioned short thing, but uh, yeah, first band, first band name was Chick Vision. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, because we, we had a program back in the day when we were on the bus going to baseball practice what we call was chick vision and we were just driving out of the high school or whatever and be like, yo, hot girl right there. Chick. And that's what it called chick vision. So chick vision is having a vision for hot girls. But going back to what you said, um, lucrative, you know, everything. Original music is awesome. You get to express yourself. It's just a lot of fucking competition, especially with the internet these days, man. It's, you know, it's tough to make, it's tough to make a buck with your own music and I, I miss it every day. Yeah. And, I, and I really plan to get back into it just for my own, but from a you know from a logistic like hey I'm growing up and I you know want to support myself you know cover music and entertaining people is, yeah uh, yeah it's just it's yeah. just as fun I, I feel like that's a tough like internal battle it play, is man like you know you do what you love like you love obviously writing music like and then to be like you know like what am I as a grown up like what is this doing for me besides obviously probably a little therapeutic but uh, I'm sure you should get back into it man I don't know why. Uh, yeah, I, you I, do I, both. I've, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so 24 hours in a day, and if I don't sleep anymore, yeah. <laughs> but not legit. Yeah, I mean, there, there's something to be said about you know playing one of your songs that you conceived in your bedroom on your piano, mm-hmm. and one person singing along that knows the lyrics versus you know us playing a, a Florida George Lyon song at a, at a huge venue like Mulcahy's or one of these large venues on Long Island, and everybody sing along, mm-hmm. but it's not your song. It's fun. It's good. Yeah. It just there's a small part of you, and, and it definitely grows bigger and bigger that misses the 
you know, people singing your songs and buying your records and yeah. listening to your shit online. So something you said, but yeah, it's an accurate point for sure. Now I saw that you're uh, you were playing in Minnesota. So is that coming up? Yeah, so we have uh, we have a bunch of shows. Uh, kind of got a residency down there in Long Beach. Uh, it's yeah. an awesome place down there in Long Beach, right on the beach. <clears throat> yeah, uh, got uh, three or four more dates there. Yeah, uh, this uh, this coming summer. So I uh, I lived in Long Beach for two years. I just got back here a couple months ago, and I absolutely love Long Beach. There's too. nothing like Long Beach. It's, it's, parking, it's like its own the, thing. The parking is the worst. Besides the park, <laughs> so just take an Uber. Yeah, yeah, you gotta take the Uber there, but. It sucks in the winter. Amazing in the summer, though. Yeah, no, that's that's a place to be. Yeah, I mean, definitely. It's the, the summers there are Unreal. unlike anything else on the yeah. island. Yeah, it's just yeah. They, and then our all of our dates are on Sundays mm-hmm. because it's just a nonstop party until like Monday at. 8 a.m. Uh, 100%. <laughs> yeah, and then you gotta peel, you know, I heard stories, you gotta peel your, you gotta peel drunk people off your job when you go to work. <laughs> oh, 100%. If you live in the west end of Long Beach, you're at least, there's at least three people sleeping in your garage. Right, yeah, like, in, in your car or in your garage. Yeah, yeah, I've heard stories, but, uh. Did you, uh, like, what's the, um, I guess the vibe in Long Beach? Is it a little bit different? Do you enjoy playing there? Oh, uh, yeah, a lot of down there. I mean, with Bro Country, we played, you know, we played there once so far. We got a, a show coming up this Sunday, but I played there a bunch of other times, other bands. It's just, it's the party. It's just like, you know, everybody's just chill. Relaxed. Everybody's got a drink in their hand. Exactly. Um, everybody's just popping from place to place. Popping. You know, a lot of live music going on down there, which is which is awesome. You yeah. Know, you don't see that too much in a small area where you can no. just go see a go see a country band at Minnesota, and then you pop over to the end and see a, you know another kind of tribute band or a cover band, just, mm-hmm. and then at Jenny playing you know acoustic couple acoustic guys. It's just great. It's a good vibe. Yeah. What's uh for ignorant people like me? I don't know the fuck. <laughs> I, I'm, I don't know really anything about country, but what what is bro country? All right. Well, like, bro, how would you describe that? Bro country. I mean, so it's not your grandfather's country. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the first thing. I think. Yeah. It's not your father's country, it's not your grandfather's country. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, there's you know this classic country, you know, yeah. that's the the, 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 the all time classic shit, uh, like Willie Nelson, things like that. Mm-hmm. But there's a new wave of contemporary country that is subgenres in the bro country. It's just uh, it's just a guy or a couple guys and bands drinking beers, couple three four chord songs, just simple. Simple stuff. I feel like it's like modern day blues almost. Exactly. It's really yeah. simple, and then it's also just like I mean, it's not as sad as the blues, but it's more like just simple, kind of just like speaking your story, your story, your, yeah. story, yeah. your mind. It's not like uh, you know, the lyrics aren't out. It's there, not like, deep. Yeah, it's not, it's deep, not deep. Yeah, it's not intricate. It's it's pop. It's it's pop music. You know, with country country undertones, um, it's three chords in the truth, and you know, there's there's very there's very pretty songs, there's just party songs, put up a beer and sing along type of songs, um, and it's also just like a it's it's like a mind state or you know you know yeah. bro country man, it's just you know beers, girls, trucks, and yeah, let's fucking sing. I love that you're you're um, not capitalizing, but you're kind of honing in on bro country because I think. I, um, you know, just from like growing up, you're from Long Island. Not there's not a lot of country like stations, radio stations, and things like that. So um, it's it's one of those things where you kind of gotta you learn it from other ways. When I went to college, I went to Maryland, and a lot of people from like Pennsylvania and down south they were showing me country, and I was just like, well, what is this? And a lot of the old school country has a lot of like twine and you know, yeah, it's got and, that twang, yeah. yeah. And it's it's okay, but now that it's kind of moving towards partying and just making it a little bit lighter, it's kind of like a little bit more open to a lot of uh, just people I feel exactly. like exactly yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely grown here on Long Island it's still got a lot of growth to go um, and it's making its way in so yeah we jumped all over it you know about a year ago when we kind of, kind of conceived the idea uh, but yeah, I mean, there's no, there's still ton, tons of classic country and stuff out there, like the line dancing kind of country. Yeah. But you know, just like bros like us, we can just you know kind of just. I got it. I got to interrupt. How do how does line dancing work? Because I used to work. <laughs> I, used to, I used to bartend, and they had country night every Monday night, mm-hmm. and they had all these different bands would come in. But all the people would do all the same moves. Yeah. At the same time, do they like meet up before? <laughs> They, they do. No, they do. No, there's instructors, and, and like I said, I mean, there, there's line, there's land, line dancing, and then there's bro country, and they they sort of intertwine, but there's parts that don't intertwine in it. Um, and there's a lot of bands that just are catered towards line dancing, uh, and there's instructors. There's, there's awesome people that we met in this in this country scene. Yeah. Um, and does bro country fit in that line dancing scene? Yes and no. Mm-hmm. However, um, there's more specific line dancing kind of songs besides bro country songs. I, I feel bro country is just a just to kind of just chill and lay back, sing along, and you know have a good time. Yeah. Uh, and to answer your question, they do get together, and you know, there's dances. There's names of dances that are associated with different songs. Different songs for sure. 
and this is and I had no idea, man. We just wanted to go out and play, and this is stuff we learned. And uh, you know, there's awesome people in the scene that have say, hey, man, you gotta, you gotta, if you want to appeal to the line dancing, you know, crowd. crowd yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, here's what you gotta do. Here's the songs that go with this dance, and you know, if you play this song after this song, you should play this song. And I had no idea, and you know, we were taught it, and it, it opened up, you know, my mind. Uh, but again, you know, bro country. There's there's some overlay, but there's not too much overlay. So there's yeah. it's definitely two different scenes within the overall country scene yeah so the people from bro country are these the people from high school or is this a different group uh i got uh yeah, one one dude uh charlie he's my partner he co-founded the band with me um and we uh we just kind of met up on the idea of like hey you know we weren't that close after high school you kind of kept in touch he was doing his music thing playing yeah. other bands and i was doing my things and my other bands uh but this idea kind of came to us and we were originally going to do a luke bryan tribute but we we're like you know what fuck it let's just go big and do the whole fucking scene and yeah then, so we started and then a couple other guys just kind of came in to the band that we knew from other bands so you yeah. got that Charlie Balzo on guitar lead guitar phenomenal yeah you can't do bro country without a good lead, lead guitar oh, yeah. there's solos in every song so you gotta be able to know uh, and then we got an awesome bass player he plays in a, in a Weezer tribute band believe it or not damn okay so, uh, yeah we, 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 it is a tribute band kind of scene that we're, we started just took all like the late night mid 90s uh, punk bands yeah man we, we, we got the and, and then made, made a country <laughs> yeah. band yeah the Power Rangers are forming into the and Mighty Morphin uh, yeah he, he's on bass his name is Nick Santini and we got a, a really talented drummer who's actually leaving us in the summer but uh, he's playing he's going to college for drums like he's probably the best musician in the band on drums which Damn. is super, super important but uh, Anthony Genovese he's young he's uh, he's not even allowed to get into Minnesota's but uh, <laughs> he's 18 man he's fucking wow. tough. he's the best musician in the room yeah every time he's in my, it's awesome. on me and uh, yeah he's doing, awesome. he's doing big things he's going to be on Broadway for sure he's done off Broadway stuff uh, he's a talented kid and you know sad to see him leave but uh, we'll have to replace him it's going to be tough too but yeah we got some good people around us so sure that's awesome and I wanted to talk about that actually because I know that there's uh, you know bands you're like you're in a, um, what is it Green Day uh, Blink-182 Blink yeah. yeah the Blink-182 uh, tribute band and then you kind of break off and you go into other bands what is the etiquette or what's like the rule of thumb where you can play with other bands you can lead bands is there drama with that um, yeah I mean like I said a couple of years ago the first band that we decided that we wanted to start uh, in you know outside of just a cover band to play you know just clubs and stuff was the Blink-182 tribute band and again this goes back to our roots and like yeah we want to fucking be Blink-182 yeah so that was the first one um, and then you know we had a, we had a couple of buddies like yo you guys are having so much fun making a little green on it you know let me go in they started the green day band the, the, you, you talked about the Blinkin Park shows that we do a Lincoln Park show you're yeah. right of that you know the, the Weezer band I was like yo you guys ever fucking finally let me start a Weezer band no fucking way and then uh, a couple guys that we didn't even know but they're awesome dudes they started a Take It Back Sunday tribute band Damn. and then we were like you know what let's just fucking conquer it all and we started the Warped Tour band which is basically a, just a tribute to all of you guys just, yeah I mean it's a conglomerate man like we, you know we switch in and switch out there's our main core but you know we just we play shows and you know as long as the genres fit somewhat um <laughs> You know, we do shows with the Green Day band. We do shows, you know, with the Blink band. I don't think we'll ever do a Blink and Bro Country show, but hey, you never know, man. Never know. Fucking play, roll he's it playing Weezy right now, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> Blink playing Weezy right now. And it's a dope concert. I mean, yeah, I don't know how good it's doing, but I think he almost quit the tour. Yeah, Little Wayne was. A, he had a concert, and I guess something happened with the weather, so the the attendance was a little shaky. And he was out there, and he's just like, Nah, I gotta get out of here. But, but I, don't, but, I don't play to this. I don't play this crap. But he tweeted after. He was like, He's like, I'm having way too much fun on this. Tour, I'm not fucking leaving. Yeah, I mean it's tough, man. I mean the Blinkin Park shows that they had planned last year before Chester unfortunately passed away was was going to yeah. be some dope, was a dope show, and that was you know if you think about who likes Blink 182 and who likes Lincoln Park, I mean it's there's there's definitely crossover, but the, you know the, so it's great to have them on the shows, you know. If yeah. Our Blink 182s major Lincoln Park fans and vice versa, maybe not, but hey, I'll go see fucking Lincoln Park. 100 oh, you know? percent. And Blink 182 fans like you know what? I'll show up early see Blink Park and or, or vice versa. So. Yeah, that's crazy. And with the Chester news, it's that hit like the music queen. I know that obviously everyone's upset, but it's just one of those things where like he was an icon to you growing up. It's definitely it's, it's a hard hit. He was one of the first live. He was at the one of the first live concerts I ever saw. I went to. Uh, you guys remember K Rock? K Rock. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how old you guys are. So yeah. Uh, well, I guess it wasn't that too long ago. But K Rock had the uh, dysfunctional family picnics. And the first show I ever went to was DFP. It was the uh, DFP five, and Lincoln Park was playing. Blink One Two was playing. Uh, so yeah, and I I did enjoy a lot of Lincoln Park's music. So you know that was tough, and you yeah. know, canceled those shows. So we were all pretty bummed. And 
so what do you how would you describe um, just the vibe and the energy of someone who's a musician do they have like a typical the, oh that's a musician can you pick up on them um, I don't know if you can with me I mean I don't know it's tough because you know musicians there's a lot of shapes and sizes of musicians yeah. you know most are just laid back cool they just yeah. love the music um, there's a small subsection of musicians that you know they get that you know the arrogance out of mm. them, you know um, luckily that you know in the circle of you know Guys, we you know, guys and, get, and girls. Yeah, uh, we deal with. Uh, it's everyone's just super chill, just love the music. You know, especially because you know with the tribute and cover scene, you know, everyone's making a little bit of money. There's nothing fucking better than going out, playing your guitar, getting a couple bucks. You know, having some drinks, having some fun on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday night uh, when you're probably going to play your guitar at home anyway. So mm-hmm. it's, it's ne- never gets old going out and playing guitar for. 12, 15, 30, 100, 300 people. So. Yeah. Um, in the comedy scene, just I'm obsessed with stand-up comedy and music too. I but love it too. Yeah, I just, um, just from like listening to stories and just watching hours and hours of YouTube, I always hear stories of people who have a set planned for the night and then someone big comes in and they get bumped. Is there any like politics with musicians about getting bumped or once you're booked, you're booked, essentially? Um, you know, it, it happens, you know, at the end of the day, especially when you're dealing with, you know, pretty big venues, everything's a business. Yeah. Um, so we have dealt with that and, and at the end of the day you just gotta understand that you know it's a business yeah you know if there's a there, there's a band that's gonna come in and draw you know 200 300 people on a Friday night but then all of a sudden another band is like hey we're coming through town or we have this show open we want this date and they're gonna draw a thousand or pl- thousand plus right. if you're a business owner would you rather have 300 400 people or would you have double yeah. that you know buying drinks paying the cover so it is a business at the bottom yeah so you have to have your business cap on along with the uh, the music cap um, and they do play they do play, there's, there's a war between them especially in your own head remembering that it's a business but you know at the end of the day you know as long as you get to play somewhere somehow it's, it's a win yeah um, I saw and I want to go back to the, the Blink 182 because I okay. did I actually saw the first time I saw you because we were talking a little bit before this oh you saw us I saw <laughs> your commercial or it was like a, it was like it was a, a promo on Facebook, Instagram yeah, okay. or on Facebook too they were yeah I guess they ran both because they're connected now. And uh, I saw it on um, uh, Instagram and I saw it and I was like, dude, these guys sound amazing. I was actually telling uh, one of my friends, I was like, we should go see them. I wish I did. Uh, Little beknownst to us, it was you. So uh, do you you enjoy, um, I don't want to put you on the spot and make you choose, but do you, which genre do you enjoy more? Oh man, it's really tough to to choose because they're so different. With the Blink-182 and, you know, the other, the sister band of that, the Warped Tour band, um, it's just a totally different vibe. We just get to jump around and the, you know, jump around and jump as high as we fucking can. Scream (laughs) scream as, as loud as we can and just play as fast and as loud as we can. Uh, with Bro Country, it's a little bit more, you know, structured, you yeah. know, put on a good sure. show. Um, if I had to choose, it would probably be playing with the Blink Band. Yeah. Because it's, it, there's nothing, you know, it's, I play bass, I, I emulate Mark Hoppus in that band. And uh, if you've ever been to a, a, a you know, real Blink Blink Two show, they're just having fucking yeah. fun out there. I, will, I would, I should say, Blink Blink Two back in the day. These days, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a little, it's changed. It's, it definitely changed. Days, yeah. yeah, it's harder than these too, man. They're getting up there. But uh, yeah, jumping around, playing bass, you know, uh, we I jump on the fucking drums and you just we just destroy stuff, and that's definitely a little bit funner. Uh, not you know, you put me on the spot, but yeah, bro, yeah. bro, bro country is a little bit more structured, you know. Um, it's just a different energy. It's both both different. are good energies. Yeah, and, and and if you ever see Bro Country live, man, I just I bring a lot of that energy to the Bro, bro Country. I mean, I'm swinging my guitar, and yeah. jumping up and down, and just like a fucking crazy. <laughs> You know, and it's cool because you can definitely just have fun with both of them. But you know, if you had put me on, put, put a gun to my head, I'm gonna say the favorite is to play like Blink Two. What's do you have like a specific show that was like, dude, that was like the best night of my life? Probably one of those Blinkin Park shows. Yeah, because it was wall to wall packed in Mulcahy's, um, and it was. I mean, it had to be upwards of almost a thousand people there. And, they were, and again, it's just you know, it's not your music, but again, at the same time, you're creating the music. And there's yeah, no, there's no you know, there's no DJ. There's it's, it's, the know, energy is there. You know? Everybody's singing. You know, I singing the verses to like, what's my age again? Uh, it, there was uh, that's probably the one of the, my favorite shows ever. It was a couple of years. One of the first or second shows we did with you know that we did Lincoln Park. So yeah, that was what's, that, what's that other bar in Long Beach? Lilies? Lilies? Yeah, Lilies. Oh no, no, you're talking about the end. No, the yeah, end. Yeah, is, yeah. is there a band that like a cover band that plays there? Because I remember we went there. Probably, yeah, I've never played there. Last year, I think they were playing Blink-182 like cover songs. Yeah, yeah. We, we do it authentic with Blink. I mean, I, we have, we, we, you know, I do our best to dress up exactly like, you know, how That's they dress up and, you know, the fucking, the hair, the fucking Atticus t-shirts, the fucking band shoes. 
Um, you know, uh, uh, the, my buddy Steve, who uh, emulates Tom Zwang, yeah, you know, spot on with the voice and everything. That's so sick. <laughs> and our drummer uh, Nick Rice uh, is a fucking animal on that band. He, Travis Barker is not easy to fucking nail. <laughs> no. He fucking nails it. So. God, um, the first concert I ever went to. This is a true story. First concert I ever went to, I was about, I think I was like eleven, and uh, it was a Blink One Eighty Two concert. Where was it? Jones Beach. Jones Beach. Was that the one where you threw the bass in the bay? Yeah. Yeah. Newfound Glory was. That yes, yeah, yes. Great job with that, man. We'll probably sit next to each other. Probably. <laughs> so I was, yeah, I was like that around that age. And then um, my dad, I went with my dad, and uh, Newfound Glory was there. They opened, they were amazing. And then it, my, it was getting late, and my dad's like, You want to stay? I was like, Yeah, we went for Blink 182. <laughs> and uh, so there was a little intermission. All of a sudden, uh, they're like Blink 182s, blah, blah, blah. But they, they, they were introducing them, and the curtains opened. And giant fuck sign. Giant fuck sign. We, one. we built one. We no built way. Giant, giant fuck sign. Yeah, so if you go to all the Blink things Facebook, yeah. somewhere on there, the, the Facebook will have a big flaming fuck sign. That's so crazy. And we don't play at venues that have us censored. So yeah. We venues have, like, hey, can you spell it like FCUK? No, we're not going to play there anymore. So we spell fuck. That's cheese. There's a big fuck sign behind us every time we play. That's so amazing. I, once I saw that, my dad's like, eh, you know what? Let, let's go. Yeah, I mean, the first. First song, we usually open with uh, shit, piss, fuck, come yeah. motherfucker. So you know the, that's the opening song. So if you're there for a fucking wine tasting, <laughs> we, we just get right to the point. We're here to fucking curse. We're here to fucking make you feel uncomfortable and play loud and fast. So. Yeah, that's so fun. That's why I love. That's why I love it. You know, there's just no no care in the world with that band. You can say anything you want. You were really nice, like trying to say bro country is almost as much fun as that, but it doesn't sound you know really close. Yeah. I mean, there's only you know, there's only so much uh, you know con words I can work into the broken. <laughs> And it's funny, sometimes I'll forget, like, I'll be on, we'll be playing with Bro Country, and we're all fucking, you know, we're playing, you know, the, again, I love fucking country, and we'll yeah. just be saddled up and everything, and I'll be like, so who's here to ready to see some tits? And like, it's like, oh, fuck, I'm going to the fucking band, man. But, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, I mean. Since you brought it up, we have to ask, tits? of course. Yeah, tits. Uh, do you have any uh, crazy groupie stories from, like, an end of the night? Or? Uh, that's a lot, man. I play, I play often, so in, in addition to the bands, I play solo acoustic a lot okay um so yes so like happy hours weddings you know engagement (laughs) parties everywhere there's alcohol and there's music you know you have funny stories um i was solicited for a threesome one time Um, that was two checks or? Oh, uh, yeah. Right, two checks. I didn't take them up on the offer. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a lot of pressure. It's, it's, I'm, I'm working. First, first of all, I'm, I'm 100% professional. Even though yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah. cunt and yeah, tits yeah. and farts and everything, it's, it's, a, it's, 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 a, it's, I'm probably the most professional musician that you'll ever meet. And I keep it like one up and up on the up and up. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I love that you do farts shit. in there. By the way, you said cards, bitches, and the farts. Cards, man. Love that you, love that you got jokes it. all day. 100%. But, yeah. I mean, I try not, again, like it's, it, it, it's, you know, I try to keep it professional and, you know, it's just, there's stories. Well, yeah. Speaking of, wait, speaking of groups, we were, we were talking about this before we started recording. Uh, you were like, dude, I'm so fucking happy you all have iPhones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you're having, an, if you have an Android, there's a very low chance that I'll respond to you. Yeah. He, Bye, didn't, he didn't do the, uh, the threesome. Cause one of them. Yeah, right. 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 She's texting like, threesome with a green text. Yeah, well, like, uh, she's like, she's like, she's like, I'll put you in the group chat. And she, and he texted it was just green. He was like, yeah, you fucking ruined the group. It's basically like I, either one of you has an Android or one of you has STDs. So. Yeah. That's what, thought, that's what I thought. That's green texts were. Yeah, yeah STDs. STDs. I mean, you could be an eleven, like I said before. You could be an eleven, absolute dime. Yeah. If you text me the Android, I mean, I'll probably still talk to you. <laughs> it's gonna, it's not gonna be as quick to respond because you lose a couple. You, I lose a couple points. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if you're getting a text if it's delivered. Are you typing or not? What the fuck's going on? What's going on over there? Are you fucking sleeping with shady. <laughs> it's shady. It's yeah. just shady. Listen, you, you don't get a text for another fucking three hours. And it takes I'm you a, back, you get it the next I'm day. I'm question your whole fucking life decisions for oh, yeah. being an Android. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I'm, I'm not only thinking about the green text, I'm thinking about thinking a lot about, of shit at that Yeah, like, what, what are you, how are you going to raise a child? <laughs> You're making bad decisions. You're making bad decisions from your cell phone purchase. What about when you be fucking shop for a baby carriage? Yeah. You got a fucking wagon? <laughs> you got a radio. Red, red, yeah, you know, yeah. That's the equivalent, basically. That's how it's used. <laughs> So, uh, is the summer the, I mean, this is kind of self-explanatory. I would assume the summer is the best time to play, but that's outdoor, but there's probably some indoor. Fuck yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I love the summer and, you know, that's, you know, I love playing guitar and I said this last night, I was playing at a restaurant, you know, it's a little, little spot in Lindenhurst, there's maybe 25 people there. Just, I'm taking requests. There was people yeah. shouting shit out. It's fucking awesome. But you know, it's outside, it's 80 degrees. It's nice out. I'm playing guitar. 
what more can you ask for? So summer is definitely busy, but you know, there's tons of places inside. A lot of the venues, like you know, in the middle island, like Mulcahy's and Navarcanes over in Smithtown, they get more busier in the winter because no one's going to the Long Beach spots. So we stay busy, you know, year round. I stay busy with you know the weddings and shit, and you know parties and stuff so uh, summer is definitely funner awesome but I, playing outside, that's a better plan outside I always tell people and I always fucking say this I'm like there's nothing like a Long Island summer like summer on Long Island is the best shit ever yeah. what's the, like the like the most dope outdoor venue you ever played oh, tough that's tough in the summer obviously in the summer I'm not sure you're playing in the winter outside but it's t- Minnesota's, do you play outside in Minnesota? no we play, we play inside in yeah. Minnesota's uh, there's a place, uh, trying to think, man, you put me on the spot. I mean, as far as with the bands, I mean, we usually generally not get to play outside, like out in the sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I've played on, you know, at like fucking wedding venues right on the bay. Which are you sick know, and all around. Yeah, they're, they're fucking huge places, you know, East Slice of one of the mansion places, right on the bay, you know, playing acoustic guitar, you know, there's, there's a wedding going on. That's just, it's just surreal that, like, you know, I'm playing guitar for a fucking. 200 person wedding I'm singing and shit for their first dance and that's outside you know but uh, for the band's most part we haven't really played awesome places outside um, actually I can't think yeah. <laughs> um, I was gonna say yeah cause they're I mean it must get like you must be sweating balls if you're playing outside though. That's the only thing. Yeah, well, at Jones like, Beach, man. Yeah, like, you were sweating. We, we, we were. That was like the hottest. That was like the heat wave. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like goodbye. They fucking canceled the uh, the triathlon. The city was so hot, but you know, we we were drinking. I mean, we were drinking fucking you know uh, the, the, the iced tea vodka, whatever the fuck it's called. It's kind yeah. of girly. But it's oh, uh, twisted tea. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not twisted. Well, the twisted tea people were there. It's the fucking uh, sweet tea vodka. Oh, like, sweet, yeah, tea sweet tea vodka. Yeah, so we were drinking. It's kind of girly, but it's delicious. No, that's like, good. Hey, listen, you mix that with a little bit of water, you can drink. Straight, but we were, we were pounding waters, man. Yeah. Especially when you gotta go sing and you have to like concentrate and play. You know, you gotta stay fucking hydrated with the hot, hot summer heat. Um, we were just doing this. This was like yesterday. We, we were uh, <laughs> we were ranking. What's your stance on drinking like spiked seltzers and white claws? <sighs> Off the record, yeah. delicious. <laughs> we're so happy. Yeah, on on the record, on the record. <laughs> Drink beers, man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But no, they fucking rock, man. No, for the summer you gotta rip them, you know. I mean, listen. I man. might even rip them like. Out of summer, they're yeah, so fucking good. Love them, so chicks they, love them. Chicks love them. Chicks love them. White claws, I'm coming in your van. Like. Exactly, hundred <laughs> percent. You lure them in. It's I the new candy. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about because, to be honest, when you first walked in, and I know I, we talked a little bit when you were playing, where you were obviously busy. Yeah, but I don't know if you guys are serial killers just luring me into your basement. <laughs> come on in, yeah, come yeah. on in. We have a podcast. <laughs> this is a studio. Go back there. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna shoot you. Plastic all over the floors was a dead giveaway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's smart, man. If you're gonna serial kill, do it right. Um, but you walked in and you just had a good energy about you and I appreciate that because you're talking a little bit about I can tell you're just a motivated person you have a like a, um, we were talking about Gar- a Gary V a little bit mm-hmm. um, your your like outlook on life is just you're super go you're super positive you're doing new things you're trying new things and that's super dope can you there's talk no about other way to live yeah. besides positive man you gotta yeah. live you got one live life to live you're gonna die we're all gonna die in the room it's a yeah. surprise so yeah. uh, if you're <laughs> he's like no I'm not <laughs> I'm shocked cheers to that <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I mean, if you're doing shit, like, I expect the fucking hell out of you guys from doing stuff. There's people that, you know, just being content with, like, just, and that's fine. It's their prerogative, man. But I just, you know, if you use your life to, like, the fullest, do podcasts, you know, go out and fucking play in a band, learn music, you know. I don't know. I wouldn't say do drugs, but like just do everything you can. <laughs> don't do drugs, kid. Yeah. But no, just do everything you can. Like go to, visit places. Like spend all your money to go on fucking vacation. Yeah. Like, don't buy stupid shit. Just go on vacation, see the world. You're gonna fucking die one day. So, you know, a yeah. hundred years is not a fucking long time. So do everything you can. If you want to go fucking do it, don't talk about doing it. Go to fuck. Go fucking go to get the fucking work and do it. And it's pay, it'll pay off. The one of the biggest things that stops just about everyone. It feels like when you you're we're so programmed to be like, oh, you gotta get a job. You gotta have the job security. Yeah. You gotta do all this. I guess the theory of we're gonna die creates a sense of urgency. Is that what you're used to? Kind of do whatever you want to do. And yeah, yeah, man. I mean, I, uh, I, I don't want to bring my personal in clear, but yeah. I, I started a finance company like three, four years ago. And that's yeah. my day job. But I walk in. Let's how I dress for a fucking million dollar finance company. That's nice. How I, I dress for my fucking friends. I hang out with my friends during the day. We do the finance, blah blah blah. I go to fucking bars and play music at night. You know, we do. I'm starting the fucking podcast. I got the fitness company yeah. going, man. Anything I want. To, you know, anything you want to do or anybody wants to do should just fucking do it like that's like we talked about Gary V like yeah. the, the biggest thing is just doing it people have all these fucking ideas um, and Les, um, Les Brown yeah it's like there's fucking so many ideas in the graveyard that no one fucking knew about there's songs in the graveyard there's books in the fucking graveyard that no one decided that, I'm gonna sit down and write a book you fucking talked about it but you never did it so it, 
went to the grave with you. So yeah, um, yeah, Les Brown, Gary Vee, all those people, fucking tremendous influence in you know, how I live my life. It's crazy because I actually look uh, good. Yeah. No, there's fucking yeah. talking once. I just keep freaking So my I, my 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 boss actually went to uh, like Gary Vee. Was what it was one of his big inspirations, and they had like a conference in like DC, and it was like uh, it was Gary Vee, it was uh, Tony Robbins, uh, a couple other guys, like a real like a real estate mogul there. Uh, and he went there, and he was like, he came back. He was for a week, and he's like, dude, it, it changed my life. He's like, dude, they were they were like just saying shit. They're like, everyone jump, jump up and down. And he's like, dude, when I tell you the whole place was fucking rocking, like jumping up and down. They were hyping us all up, and from there he like started a, a side hustle. Like he just he goes to garage sales and yard sales, yeah. and buys a bro. He buys like shit for like. He shows me like fifty cents, twenty five cents, and he sells it on eBay for like fifty dollars. And he's and he's like, ever since I went to that Gary Vee thing. It's just like put a whole new fire under my ass. Yeah, man. It's that that all that positive stuff. Like ten years ago, Lou would probably be like, "That's fucking gay." Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's funny, man. I you know <laughs> you know Facebook memories like they all show your status yeah. from twelve yeah, years yeah, ago, yeah. whatever. Um, I was I was in a like, tough place, man. I was like I was like just like kind of like living life, you know, based upon what happened to me. But you know, I discovered Gary Vee, Tony Robbins, all that kind of positive mentality stuff, and just feeding yourself with positive shit. It just comes right back out the other side, like out of your asshole, out of your nostrils and shit. So, you know, it, you know reading that stuff and, and, and kind of harping on that stuff, it really fucking works. And, it, you know, it's amazing. So I wanted to touch on, you mentioned your uh, fitness. Uh, right, yeah. <laughs> it, Sorry. Yeah, go. My fit, my, my, uh, you fit in this. Take it away. So you're fitting this. Uh, uh, fit this, <laughs> fit this dick in your mouth? <laughs> I knew you got one. Sorry. Yeah, uh, I set myself up. Right. No, yeah, man. I fucking uh, yeah. I've been into fitness and dicks in my mouth. I'm sure. <laughs> same, uh, same. And nutritionist, but no, seriously, yeah. So uh, I decided, you know, again, Gary V. Like, you want to fucking, you fucking believe in something, just start doing it. So I started like a brand media kind of eventually podcast kind of thing called Do What Lee Does. Um, basically, you know, uh, it just harps on a specific kind of exercise protocol, a specific kind of nutrition protocol, and just living optimal health, man. It's yeah. Just so. Uh, that's that's it's called do what Lou does and I, every fucking five minutes like what do you do I'm like well this is what I do instead of just fucking telling them like alright now nah, just go to the Instagram or go to the fucking Facebook or the website so that's awesome <laughs> I'll listen to the podcast eventually when I get you know that shit together which is gonna be like this week yeah Talk about if you need stuff. guests or like subjects like people that are not in great shape I mean <laughs> If you, you, you want a before picture, <laughs> for all of us. Awesome. No, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so it's gonna be do, it's gonna be do what Lou does, man. It's just it's just about, I, I was I'm a personal trainer um, in my in you know, my heyday, so uh, yeah. I just believe in that shit so much, and you know, again, putting good you know doing good to your body um, is gonna you know make you live longer, and you know you can experience more shit in your life and do more shit. Hundred percent, and you. I know you're into fitness. Obviously, did you play sports all in high school? Oh uh, yeah, I was a jock, and uh, before music, I w- I did not you know boast well in the, in the fucking school band. And told you guys before. Started off in the viola. It was one day. Took the viola home. Forgot on the bus, and that was my music <laughs> in middle school. So and I was like, "Fuck this! You're not playing with viola. I just bought a four hundred dollar viola that you don't even have anymore." That was at the end of my school music career, um, and I played sports: football, baseball, baseball. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I wasn't schooled in you know by music in, in, in school, but for music in school at all. So self-taught and, and pretty much everything. Yeah, and that's important because well, like we just started the podcast, we had the space, we started buying the things, and the first two episodes we ever had, to be honest, we I was telling you before is that we had everything set up and uh, everything was plugged in, and then we had um, we had issues with the sound, and it was like, damn man, we were so discouraged. We were like, we just get back up, do the next Dude, episode, yeah, and you were telling us a story about how when you first started. Yeah, yeah tell us about that. Yeah, so, I mean, again, going back to just doing shit, man. Just doing it, sucking at it first, sucking dick at it first. Yeah. And then the second time, we'll suck dick a little less. Yeah. And then the third time, you suck dick a little less. And then by the fourth or fifth, sixth, seventh, fortieth time, yeah. you'll be okay. And then the hundredth time, you'll be pretty good. And then, you know, 300th time, you'll be fucking awesome at it. And then 500, you'll be the fucking only on top of the world. So, yeah. the first time is going to suck. My, uh, my first gig, um, my first solo gig, where it was like just me acoustic guitar and my voice all right it was i'm not going to mention the place i played i had three or four play i had three gigs booked all right so it was, again this is probably about my, my fourth gig okay i had three dates at this place the first time i played at this place was disaster they called me up the next day i'm like we can't have you back sorry man mm. that was my fucking fourth gig as a as a solo musician singing i i was not a natural born singer yeah 
it was fucking just it sucked man I was like wow they just can't they just thought I, I wasn't that good and they just wanted to bring me back to play for the fucking 14 people at the bar but you know I'll never forget that because I mean just kept going man I yeah. just kept sucking a little less and you know nah I don't suck that much now but <laughs> dude you're rocking but yeah man I'm, I, I just counted a couple days ago actually 505 paid music gigs holy in shit six years 505 just was my guess was yesterday. So. Dude, that's amazing. But that's number cool. four was that fucking one that I played and then they canceled the rest of my gigs booked for that. Same. For the month, so. And that's an important like storyline is because a lot of people and I'm sure like internally it's like an ego thing. You're Sorry, like, can we get another beer? Yeah, let's <laughs> let's get a cheers to that story that, actually. Because, yeah, 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 cheers I, to I, 505. Five, yeah, five hundred fucking five years. I, I didn't know until I counted a couple days ago, man. Which is pour a little in here for me. Pour enough for that. That's good. That's good. One for my homies. Cheers. Yeah, man. But uh, yeah, man, five and five gigs, and that's a side hustle, man. Like that was that allowed me to start my own company, yeah. you know, doing the finance. So that was I was surviving in music. But uh, yeah, man, I mean, who knows? The fucking first episode you fucking did, if you didn't record it, like just you're yeah. fucking doing it, man. You know, yeah. the fucking podcasts exist right now that don't even press, press record. Exactly, mine was one of them, and it's, I'm going to change that in the next fucking three weeks. I, I promise you that. Yeah, sure. Well, if you want to hear of any uh, fail stories to kind of get you past those humps, just let us know. We'll, we'll fill you in. <laughs> we but, do. We do. Whole, whole book full. <laughs> yeah, man. Failure and discouragement are the, the fucking building blocks of success. And it, it's it's funny when you hit that and you're like, oh my god. We had episodes that we recorded and it was it was beautiful. We felt like uh, confident in them, and then something happened and it just got deleted. I was like just melting into the couch, literally in the te- like verge of tears. I'm like, oh my god. Just, so, but you learn from that and it's those those things. Isn't it such a high when you hit a low and then you, you bounce back oh, up? It's the best, man. Yeah. You're proving people wrong. You're you know, I love proving people wrong. I have people. Oh my oh god! My god. Like, you can play music. You're a musician. Yeah. Like, get a real job. Go fucking work nine to five. I'm like, okay. No. Yeah. I, where are they now? Where am I? So I'm not saying I'm not you know fucking on top of the world, but you know I you know live you my do life. Do what you do what you love. Yeah. You're just living life, man. This is great. So you know you guys too, man. I'm happy to meet you guys. You fucking. Dude, you're the man. <laughs> Good thing I put that wig on and then stopped by. Because- <laughs> yeah, man, that's awesome. Yeah, the, like like I said, you know, next summer we're for, for Bro Country. Definitely, we're going to do all the Saturday country concerts in the summer. Uh, trying to make it out here to Bald. Was it Bald Hill? Or that? Bald Hill. Yeah. yeah and, uh, so I've never been there, but oh, it's um, nice. Yeah, we went to high school like around. The, okay, all around the block. I heard the tailgate's pretty fucking awesome. Oh, it's so, yeah. insane. It's so good. Yeah. So we're gonna we're, we're we're gonna do our best to try to get the whole band playing at one of these tailgates. Yeah, it's just logistically it's gonna be tough. We need a fucking diesel generator and shit to power everything. But acoustic's just as cool. You know, people just lounging, drinking beer, singing along, and uh, you know, coming up saying hello. Yeah, um, and then what's your next gig? What's your next couple of gigs? Uh, well, bro, we got Bro Country Sunday uh, tomorrow. I'm playing at the my solo acoustic uh, uh, restoration. Uh, actually, playing with the Dio, so I have a female singer that's gonna be. Oh, nice! Me. Yeah, play with a bunch of people, just you know, different kinds of gigs and play different songs, different types of music. Where's uh, Where's Restoration? It's in Linden. Yeah, yeah, it's a, like local, a newer bar. It's a local spot, man. It's right near yeah. where I grew up. I think I know where that is. And it's awesome. They uh, So all that they, they profit share with charities on Long Island. So That's at dope. the end of your meal, not only are the fucking owners awesome and they come up. You ever been to a fucking place or a restaurant where you just feel like you're a number and you just you come in, you try take your order, and you go out. Yeah. At this place, they, you know, when the manager or the owner comes up to your table, say, hey, how you guys doing, man? Have you ever been here? And just kind of just, you know, talks to you. Yeah. Like you're a human. You're not just a fucking receipt. Um, they, they do that. And then at the end of your meal, you get a token and you get to choose what charity uh, the profit share from your bill goes towards mm-hmm. and they have different charities every month that they yeah. have I've never heard of that that's, that's fucking insane. amazing that's, so awesome. that's an amazing idea yeah. for a business model that's like Incredible. Not only are they the most friendliest staff, and again, like I said, the owners and shit, they come up and talk to you, but you know, they have two or three charities every month that they cycle in and out. And that trickles probably. down, you, you must think, from like the person that implemented that, that trickles down all the way down to the person that's, you know, the, the hostess or the host. Like that goes all the way down through everyone that they would hire there. Like, exactly. That's what's exactly. awesome. And it, it's, you know, I mean, I believe in karma, man. You give what you, you get, you give what you put out, man. So, I mean, they're, they're, they're killing it. It's their second year of business and they're crushing it. Yeah. Act every night. So, um, anyone who's seen, maybe there's some little kids out there or someone who's our age and just sees you and is just envious of your kind of energy and the way you guys jam and your kind of success story. What would you say to someone who's like, fuck, I have the guitar, I have the mic. What should I do? What are my next steps? And they're kind of scared to take that first step. Well, I'm, I'm not one special. I mean, I, I just, uh, you know, I, uh, I, uh, I do what I can yeah. uh, but just keep doing it like just do it like whether it's guitar whether it's podcasting whether it's uh, internet marketing whatever your passion is if, you're, if you have a passion for it 
uh, just keep doing it and put out as much stuff as you can, do it as much as you can. I remember, you know, playing guitar every fucking, I don't know anything about music as far as, I know a little bit, but like scales and shit. I don't know How did shit. you learn? Because I know you're self-taught. Self-taught. I mean, just, uh, tabs? Man, tabs, man. Fuck yeah. I just started off, I played, tried to play Damn It. Uh, <laughs> and what is tabs for people? Tabs are like the, the you know, I only know because my brother is, he's actually your age and he would print out like yeah, print out sheets of tabs and that's how he, he taught himself. It was before uh, having iPads, man. You yeah. just print out tabs from like mxtabs.com. MX tabs. Around anymore, yeah, that was it. Holy shit. And it gives you the guitar and you kind of, it shows you the fingering for each. It's um, watered down, you know, music notes. So yeah. it's not legit music like, you know, you'd see people in like legit music schools and legit music. It's just like, here's where you put your finger and play. Oh, right? no. it's, like, it's like just super simple. Uh, so that's how I learned. Just printed out tabs off the MX tabs in, in my room sucking really really fucking bad and <laughs> sucking so bad it's not even funny but you know 15 16 17 18 years of sucking you get a little bit of good <laughs> so I, I forgot to ask you this before i wanted to know for when you're playing with blake's uh the, the cover band and what about the mosh bits did you get any involved with any of those uh me myself yeah like at shows i guess you're you're too busy but do you see any mosh bits going uh, yeah on? man it's awesome so when you play the blink band yeah like all right so the blink band is called all the blink things and then our other band is called the Warped Tour Band. Yeah. Uh, at those shows, yeah, where the venue allows, man, they'll be moshing. We had crowd surfers. Uh, even at a little place up in Huntington, it's called Nags House. Nags okay. Ale House. It's a super kind of small bar. It's not, it's not a hole in the wall. It's a really nice bar, but it's, it's tiny. Tiny. Uh, you know, they pack people in there, and there's been crowd surfers in that little bar, and I couldn't believe that they're, they're fucking doing it, but they're bumping into the sound man. It's crazy, and the sound man had to fight them off, so the laptop didn't get destroyed. But it gets very, it's so much fun, man. I, I'm a big fan of Moshpits, you know. I just yeah. can't with my guitar because it all hurts them. Oh, yeah, percent <laughs> Um, what what kind of music and what kind of artists like inspire you now? Do you, do you, are you li- listening to kind of stuff from the past mostly, or um, I'm listening to country I, every day. Yeah, I mean, if I'm not listening to Barstool Sports on XM, I'm yeah. listening to fucking country stations. Uh, unfortunately, I don't know why. I mean, I don't, maybe it's just the, the, the time. It's just rock music even the new stuff that Blink is putting out with the new guitar player it's not catching me Yeah, I don't know why maybe I'm just in love with classic Blink and stuff like that and classic Taking Back Sunday and all that kind of okay. stuff that, that classic stuff I miss that era yeah there was something about that era it was just like I don't know it just felt like wholesome it felt like it was local so, it was so new yeah, 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 it, was, yeah, yeah. It, it was the start of an era so it's yeah, so anything rock these days, I'm not not really grabbing me. Even new stuff by even the newer stuff by Taking Back Sunday, it's not really grabbing me. So I'm, I'm listening to the fucking country man. I'm listening to like that that you know the the wedding song country kind of stuff. Like yeah. uh, what is it? Uh, Chase Rice and all that stuff. Yeah, just like again four chords and you know talking you know, singing about girls, man. Just just jamming <laughs> out. I, I uh, like I said, I was like slow to get into country, but when I first when I started to listen to it, I was so pumped. I started the the first country song I liked was Jason Aldean's uh, "Dirt Road" Fuck anthem. Yeah, absolutely. And he man. he was like chilling under, and then he uh, he broke into like a little bit of a rap. He's like yeah. back in the day when I met. I was like, oh shit, yeah, a lot, a lot, <laughs> lot, lot of rock. And, it's funny, like there's definitely crossover between country. And, and emo. I mean, even though it's completely different sounding, a lot of the country, man, it's just, it's pretty emo itself. I mean, it's pretty like, you know, I like this girl, I, I want to date this girl, I want to take you out, I want to blah, 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 you look so pretty and all that stuff. And it's pretty sounding, it's not emo itself, but, you know, you, you can relate that to like the the brand new songs, like, I, you know, this girl is, is, I'm in love with this girl, it's the same concept, man, it's just four chords and, you know, the truth. <laughs> I keep saying four chords and the truth, it's all, it's all, it's all about. Four chords and the truth, that might be the next album cover. Yeah, I mean, if, the album. listen, if if I get back into writing original music, man, I mean, I think I might use that. Four chords and truth. Four chords and truth. Because <laughs> that's what it is, man. You fucking, it's four chords and, it, and it's the truth. It comes from the heart and it, it doesn't matter how simple it is. You know, if it's four chords and the truth, I mean, that's, that's awesome. what it is. But yeah, so, so my first country song that, that like yeah. me in was uh, Billy Currington, Don't It. Ooh. Um, this was three or four years ago and I was I was dating a girl from actually Ohio who got me into country. Yeah. Um, and really got me into country. And I, I've been playing, you know, I've, I've been playing acoustic seven, eight years now solo and I've gotten requests for like the typical country songs. And yeah. I, was, I, I would force myself to learn it but I wasn't in love with it until I got immersed in like, you know, traveling out to Ohio and going to some of the country shows out there yeah. and she was showing me all the country stuff but I remember hearing Don't It on, on one of the radio stations I just happened to turn on turn on to impress her like hey I can listen to country and I was like this fucking song was good man it's like it's like yeah it's so Don't It was like the first country song I was like I like this if you had to pick a chick 
who who's uh, into like uh, the alternative or like the punk rock emo rock, okay. or she likes country. What you know? What, you know what vibe? You know what vibe they both give out. We, I guess you gotta one's for marrying. I think one's for one night. <laughs> we do a marry fucking. Oh man. Uh. I mean, the country girls look in those days of dudes. My man. God. Did you see the country girls at the, the Far George yeah, concert? I, I, I noticed them. I yeah. was, I was they were wearing the same so exact we, thing. We all had the same tank top and a white the tank. Dudes. Yeah. Can you name your first band? Chick Vision? Chick Vision. We're bringing, we gotta bring Chick Vision back. It's Chick Vision 2.0 now, he, man. He didn't hang that up. Yeah, it's still going. <laughs> Chick Vision now. I mean, that's a tough question. I mean, emo girls, you know, emo and pop punk girls, they're, they're hot in their own regards to the mascara yeah, and yeah, yeah. the hot eyeliner and stuff. I mean, can we, can we, can we like, uh, like, hybrid them? <laughs> can we hybrid that, them? That may be the threesome yeah. you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the one, dude. Oh, my God. That's funny. Uh, so we're, we're running out of time, but okay. I wanted to uh, talk a little bit about, um, I know you got a couple of gigs coming up. Um, we want to come to your next one. We want to cool. see you rock out. That'd be so dope. Um, you, so you got, I mean, we usually talk about some future stuff. So okay. you got podcasts coming out. Yeah. Uh, fitness I, the fitness pod. Yeah. So, um, you're going to, you're planning on getting that on iTunes and things like that. And yeah. I'm going to get that. I, you know, like I said, I, I just, you know, the idea, I had the idea months ago, but it was just like kind of reminded me. So, uh, I feel like just another outlet to, to preach what I preach. So that's going to be, uh, it's going to be called do what Lou does. And that's the, you know, the name of the brand. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it'll be on Spotify, all the, all the shit. So. Awesome, dude. Uh, and where can they? Where can everyone follow you and the? I guess the different accounts. Uh, so it's do what Lou does is the fitness account, and then uh, the Blink One Eight Two tribute band is all the Blink things. Um, yeah, that's all the Blink things on all the all the shit. <laughs> and then the emo pop punk tribute is uh, the Warped Tour band. Uh, yeah, and we're gonna get sued by the Warped Tour very soon. Really? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, we're, we're, we 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 uh, you know we're on the gray line there with the Warped Tour band. So every- do they still have that? Um, they had they, they had a couple shows. Yeah, I mean they're not doing the cross country tour anymore. Yeah, uh, they did a two east Co- they did an east coast show and then do a midwest show and then do a, a west coast show. Uh, but it's not a cross country tour. So I think we're, we're we're gonna fly under the radar with the War Tour band. But yeah, the War Tour band is on Instagram, and Facebook, all that shit. And then of course the Bro Country band. Uh, it's called Bro Country, but it's uh, at Bro Country Band on Instagram and Facebook. Keep up the good shit. Yeah, guys, you gotta follow the accounts. Come see them uh, at their na- next concert. Um, and first off, thank you so much for coming in. And yeah, uh, thanks for having me, dude. Awesome. Your your energy is contagious, and we're happy that we met you, man. It's it's bouncing right off you guys. Yeah. Love you guys already. All right, thank you, man. <laughs> you listen to the Warm Podcast.